get ready to learn business strategies and insights from America's top entrepreneurs, creators, and thought leaders here at the Success, Motivation, and Inspiration Podcast. You're listening to M. Curtis McCoy, best-selling author, CEO of Best Cellular, and your host for Success, Motivation, and Inspiration. Yash Kajar is the youngest guest I've had on this show so far. Yash is a 14-year-old international speaker, author, and mentor. He started speaking publicly in front of crowds of hundreds or even thousands at age 5. He started his first business that reached over $16,000 in revenue organically at age 12. He also published a book called Success Secrets for Teens, which is a number one best-selling book. He has now been motivating teenagers across the world with personality development programs to help teens not only change their mindset, but also live their best quality of life. For the past three years, he's helped thousands of teens build a positive mindset, get rid of stress and anxiety, and live a life that's full of happiness. Yash helps parents improve their relationship with their kids, and he believes that as soon as your teen gets a positive mind shift, their life will change. He speaks internationally at schools, colleges, and corporate events to help inspire and motivate audiences. Yash has been able to help train many teenagers through his programs and events, and he attributes all of his success in life to him changing his mindset. I'm excited to have Yash on the show today. Good morning, Yash. I'm so glad to have you on the show. It's really fun to be here. Thank you, Curtis. Absolutely. Man, I was uh, looking through some of your accomplishments. You're only 14 years old now, right? Yes, sir. That is incredible. You're, you've done more than a lot of the folks I know that are in retirement stage right now. That's pretty amazing. Tell me the name of your first book. The name of my first book is Success Secrets for Teens, The Mindset Shift Every Teen Needs. Oh, I love that. And that's uh, that's available on Amazon. You have that on Amazon. other platforms as yep. well? It's available on Amazon, um, Barnes and Nobles, and some other ones, but Amazon's the main one, yeah. Very cool. Let me start off by asking you, what is your personal definition of success? So my number one definition of success, this was a concept I really confused myself with. Because what I realized is as you go throughout life, right, you see people like Tony Robbins, people like LeBron James, right, with all the cars, all the money, all the, you know, perfume this, bag this. And I started wanting all those things. When I started, I was like, you know what, I'm going to make 50K, I'm going to make 100K, you know, I'm going to get all that stuff. But I realized that that wasn't my definition of success. My definition of success was because I remember every night, the one thing I fear most, I don't fear dying, but I fear working a nine to five job. I fear doing something right when I'm out of college, something that I'm not passionate about because I never understood how people can wake up every morning doing something that they're not passionate about. So my one goal in life is to pursue my passion. And I'm lucky enough where I, you know, I said not lucky. I sat down with myself and I'm like, what am I passionate about? What is something I would do right now if I wasn't getting paid for it? If it was something I would only get paid 100K for a year or even like minimum wage. What is something that I would do right now in this moment for the rest of my life, 50, 60 years of my life, waking up every morning, feeling more excited than I am the day before. And I realized it was speaking, motivational speaking, making motivational Facebook videos. So as soon as I found that that was what I was passionate about, everything else became irrelevant. The money became irrelevant. The fame became irrelevant. Because when you're passionate about, in my opinion, when you're passionate about something enough, you make it work. You make money. The money becomes possible. So my definition of success is doing something that I'm passionate about. Not in money, not in anything, but something that I'm truly, I can wake up every morning. Because not that I'm in school, right? I wake up every morning excited because I'm doing something I love. So that's my definition of success. That's awesome. And, and are you uh, are you still attending a public school or are you in private school? I'm still in high school, yeah. Still in that's high awesome. school. Um, that is so cool. Man, you talking about fearing waking up having to go to a nine to five job every day for the rest of your life, you're still a long ways from even being able to be being forced to be in that situation. So I, exactly. 
I think if you continue on the path you're on now, you probably will never have to worry about that. Yeah, and I feel like once you figure out that one thing that you, because we're all afraid of something. Some people are afraid of not being financially free, right? We're afraid of, you know, what if I'm not able to support my family? And once you figure out what your fear is, and you figure out the solution to that fear, then you're set for life, right? My, my solution to my fear is that if I start working now to my goal, then I'm going to make it. I, why would I start, you know, pursuing my passion when I'm 20 and I'm out of college? I can start now. And that's the misconception everybody has that once, once my, once my kids go off to college, then I'll start, you know, writing my book. Once my, you know, once my family gets settled in and we have our little four family, you know, four people in my family, then I'm going to start working on my goals. It always starts in the moment. And, you know, people, you know, a lot of people told me, you know, you're only 14. What's the point of publishing your book? You know, get out of, you know, go to high school, get out of college, then publish it. Right. People like LeBron James, they didn't wait when the coach told them right now it's basketball practice. They came in two hours before to practice basketball. So it's the same concept that you need to be ready to work every single moment. And once you fit, like I was lucky enough to figure out my passion. But once that's figured out, then it's time for you to start working your butt off to get to that level where you're like, I made it. That's awesome. And I, w- I would assume that some of those folks that are telling you to wait on publishing your book until you're out of high school probably still have not published their first book. I The bottom line is, is that when you're committed to something enough, like you, Curtis, when you're committed to doing these podcasts every week and trying to get your, you know, your audience to get value added content, you make it possible. Many, I go to so many events, right? I've been to business events and you see people over there talking about the most useless things I've ever heard of. Literally crap. They're always focused on, okay, what are we going to, for me, when I go to these events, I'm up till five, 2 AM working with somebody, right? I see that one person at that event where I'm like, you know what? I need, I need to get in contact with that person because they're, they're, they're making it. They're crushing it. I get in contact with that person. They get me one thing to work on like one step to work on by i finish it that night i'm already on the 10th step by 5 a.m and i don't sleep that night i was at an event just a week ago and there was this guy we were talking about you know some marketing pages right so he he was crushing it and i asked him what like can you help me a little bit he gave me one like literally 10 15 minutes to work on something i stayed up till 2 a.m that night came next morning and showed him everything so the people who there are always going to be people out there who are telling you you know it's not possible you should wait there there's never going to be a right moment you're never going to feel yep. 100% ready to do something. I mean, you ask, you look at somebody like Gary Vaynerchuk, you know, you've Curtis done probably a lot of events. You've never felt like, you know, 100%, you know, I'm ready for this event. And a lot of people probably told you, you know, take the day off, you know, let it go. But it's that motivation inside of you that told you that I'm not going to wait for and a day later, a year later when I'm out of this, you know, when my kids are off to college making a million dollars, I'm going to start now. That's awesome, man. Hey, uh, can you tell me the steps or can you share the steps you take daily to improve? The steps I take daily to improve is the number one thing I've learned in life is having a balance, right? If I spend the next five weeks working purely on my business, right, becoming a motivational speaker, working on creating Facebook videos, because right now I'm on a road to do like six Facebook videos that we're going to make go viral. If I work on that for five weeks straight and I don't make progress in my school life, I don't make progress in my relationships, I'm going to end up being dissatisfied. The reason why people are so dissatisfied with life is because they're not making progress. Humans, we humans do not want money. We want progress. Everybody's striving after progress in their careers, striving after progress and making money. When you focus on making progress in every aspect of your life, then you start making happiness. Then you start creating long-term happiness, not short-term happiness, but long-term. So for me, the way I improve on a daily basis is I look at the aspects of my life. Right now, probably the aspects of my life is my health, my school, my business, and my relationships. So every day I'm striving on how can I make more progress in every aspect? How can I do better in school? How can I do better in my business? Right? How can I balance everything out where I'm making little, little progress every day? It's kind of like when, you, when you're gaining muscle. You don't, you, know, you don't work out 
five months see no progress, then one day just shoots up and you have a six pack, right? It's slowly building up. You're making tiny progress. That's why, you know, when you're in the mirror and you flex and you see it, you're like, oh, gee, you know, I just got a vein pop. You know, that's the excitement you get because you're like, you know, now making progress. So we're striving for, we're striving for progress as humans. So my goal in life is I'm going to try to make progress in every aspect of my life. Cool. I love that. Hey, I don't have this question in the list of questions I'd that I was planning on asking you, but can you tell me a little, little bit about the relationship you've got with your parents and how they've the the teaching that they've given you so number one thing i give all my credit and like my learning suits especially my parents but especially my mom in particular like throughout this journey my mom's been the number one like my number one fan and her and me actually work together she's a motivational speaker herself and both of us work together i've never spent i feel like i spend more time with my mom than i do with myself like that's how much time i spend with her we spend I would say on the weekend, so this is my weekend routine, I'll tell you guys, because during school, obviously, you know, I've got wrestling practice, I've got practice, you know, I've got school work, so I have to handle that. Over the weekend, from 6, I'd say 6 a.m. to 9 p.m., her and me are in literally a room working. So the relationship I have with my mom, it's like close, because we're we're always together, we're always working on something, right? We're always, okay, what do we have next, right? Book, Facebook, what are we working on? And I feel like it's a lot to do with the parents. Thanks to my parents, they got me into this. They didn't do stuff for me, right? Like they, we, they never gave it to me. They taught me how to fish. They didn't give me the fish. That's they didn't awesome. tell me like, here, you know, I'll give you 10, you know, just take the hundred bucks, you know, go invest it. They're like, no, you want to get a video edited? You edit it yourself. Right? So thanks to my mom, she's really taught me a lot. She's really helped me get to the point I am in my life right now. And I mean, just imagine having a relationship with your parent, right? I mean, uh, any of the parents watching this, imagine having a relationship with your child where you're able to work every day with them. Yeah, that's awesome. Hey, uh, if you don't mind, I'll, I'll get your mom's name and, uh, I'd love to connect with her as well. Yeah, for sure. I'll, I'll send you her Facebook page. What about that? I'll, I'll have her okay. message. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, maybe we can link your, uh, get her on a podcast as well and link you guys' yeah. episodes together. And that's really cool that that she's helped influence you. And, and uh, I was reading one of the things that you being on, speaking on stage at five years old. And yeah. that's, we know that that doesn't happen as a, you know, a kid isn't out there scheduling speaking events for themselves. Yeah, that's but, but yeah, that's, that's incredible. Um, what advice would you give to someone making an important decision? The advice I give to anybody making an important decision in their life is you don't care about other people's opinion. You focus on, because we all know, the thing with decisions is we all know what decision, right? If I think about right now, do I go work out at the gym right now or do I go to my friend's birthday? I know subconsciously what decision I need to make, right? But we've put this concept of having fun on a pedestal that I need to, you know, having fun, you know, I need to live my life. I'm only 18. I'm only 20. You're always going to be only 18, 20, 24, 25, 50. It's all about when I make a decision, I don't focus on what other people have to say. That's the one thing I've learned being on this journey. You do not care about what other people have to say. That's the one thing with my mom too. When my mom was taking me to these events and all this stuff, right? There were a lot of people who told her like, what are you doing? Have your child, send your child to tutoring, right? Have them get better at math, you know, AP this, AP that. But no, she decided to send me to events because she knew that was going to help my, not my school life, but that was going to help my life. So the way I make my important decisions is I focus on, okay, what is my subconscious mind telling me? What do I, because internally, you know what the right decision is. You forget about other people's opinion. You focus on what is going to help me get to that next level. Not what's going to make me the most money or what's going to get me the best ROI, but what is that one thing that's going to help me make more progress 
help me get more experience, more exposure. And that's how I make my decisions because I don't care what it is. I know what decision I need to make. And once I once I know, like, okay, I need to go to the gym, right? I'm not going to my friend's birthday. I know I'm using this example because this happens on a daily life, right? We're always declining our health. You know, should I go to the gym? Should I hang out with friends? Should I eat that spaghetti and meatballs or should I, you know, go back to the gym? So it's those constant decisions we make. And the way you make it is because you know what the right decision is. Now it's all about implementing it. The reason why people are successful, the reason why people like Curtis are holding away, and I'm saying this in respect, the reason why he's, Curtis himself is holding this podcast every week is not because his mind tells him, you know, why am I doing this? You know, one week we won't do this part. You know, it doesn't matter. You know, we'll go past a month. It won't make a difference. No, it's because he knows the decision he needs to make and he makes that decision. He starts implementing it. So it's all about implementing the decisions you decide in your mind. That's awesome, man. Hey, uh, and you talked about your parents being a big influence and your, your mom helping you out as far as getting you started on the path you're on now. Um, can you tell me about a specific moment that set you on the path you're on? So in the specific moment, I still remember this because it was it was like one of those moments where you realize like this is what I want to do with my life. Since I was young, I my mom like got me the biggest fear in the world, public speaking, right? My mom would hold these little workshops for kids because what my mom does is she helps parents like improve their relationships with their kids. And she would hold these workshops, right, where she would bring them in and she would have me speak there. So, you know, and I got so, I was not afraid of speaking. It just came to me naturally, you know, it was just like, pup, we're on. And I've been at so many speaking engagements where I've absolutely failed. We were in front of this Indian crowd one time, right? We were in India. And, you know, and when you're in an Indian crowd, it's a bit more intense, right? They're more focused on you as a speaker. I think there were about five to 600 people in that room. And I remember I, I was doing this like technique where somebody writes 30 words on the board. And through this technique I learned from my mom, I'm able to memorize those 30 words in two minutes. And then I can repeat them after 10 minutes. So, you know, and I remember, so when I was starting to, I forgot all the words. So I was on stage in front of 500 people and I didn't know what to say. So 30 words, I only remember 15 out of 30. And you can see all the parents saying, oh no, he got him right. Oh no, that, cause I said the word right. And they're all like, oh no, that's right. You know, it was that embarrassment. So I've been yeah. at speaking places where I've absolutely failed. And then I remember when I was, so I started a business a couple, um, two years ago when I was in seventh grade and we, it was called slime. Now slime is like this Play-Doh type texture. And I remember I had no idea about online business. And once I discovered, you know, I started learning, testing and tweaking. I was able to make about $16,000 in five months, you know, free organically because I didn't have, you know, money to pay in advertising. So after that, my mom said, you know, I want to take you to this business event. I go to the business event and I hear this guy named Joe Bauer and I hear him speak. And it was a long event, right? Um, it was a two-day event, eight hours each day. And I remember as soon as I heard him speak, I was hooked. I did not get up to go to the bathroom, did not get up to go eat lunch. While everybody was down there eating dinner, I was in the room, like, practicing speaking. Because I, I was like, awesome. you guys can all, you know, like, it was funny. I got caught one time by, I think, one of the janitors there. What happened was everybody left, right? Everybody's going off to dinner. You know, we're all having a good time. Because nobody there is wanting to make progress. Everybody's there wanting to have fun. So everybody goes, has dinner, right? I go down with them, too. And then I'm like, can I go, I'm going to go to the bathroom. So instead of going to the bathroom, I go up the event, you know, I go into the room and I start speaking. I just start practicing. Like, how am I going to pitch? How am I going to do this? And I start learning all those skills. And the next day, right, I speak because we were allowed to, you know, speak a bit in front of the crowd so that, you know, Joel could correct you. And I remember everybody was like, how can you speak? And I'm like, because while everybody was out there having dinner, right, I was in the room working for the past three hours and I'd come back and they'd be like, were you in the bathroom? I was like, oh yeah, you know, my stomach wasn't feeling well. So and then as soon as after that event, I realized that this is what I wanted to do with my life. I wanted to be a motivational speaker. I wanted to do viral Facebook videos. I wanted, this was my passion. And that was the moment where I realized this is what I want to do with my life. And as soon as I realized that, that week, we were up till 12 a.m., 2 a.m. working on everything. That's awesome, man. Hey, uh, if you could recommend one book to our audience, what would that be? So the one book I'd recommend is, for me, I'm the type of person is I don't read 
20 books or I don't buy 20 books and never read them or read them and don't implement. My my whole philosophy of implementation is you read a little, you implement a lot. You watch the modules, you implement a lot. Whatever course you're buying, whatever training you're in, and this is something I tell to my students as well because there's no point of you going through a course, there's no point of you going through something and not implementing what you learn. The only reason why you see people like Tony Robbins, Gary Vaynerchuk, people like Curtis or anybody out there succeeding is because they implemented a lot. And that's what I pursue in my life. I'm like, I'm not gonna watch everything and not implement. And whenever I talk with my students, because right now I train teenagers, whenever I talk with them, I tell them, don't go on to the next module unless you finish the training of what you've done, because then there's no point. And the one book that I've been reading um, is called, it's by Dean Graziosa. It's called Success Habits. And this book helps me learn a little bit about my mindset, helps me. And the reason why I recommend it so much is because whatever is in that book by Dean, if you search up Success Habits by Dean, you'll see it. It's because it really helps you realize what success it is. It kind of explains the concept of how do you become successful? Like, what are those little habits? Because you're not, you're not, there's no such thing as overnight success. That's just bottom line. There's no, there's no such thing as overnight success, but it's the certain habits you implement every day. The person who works out at the gym every day for at least an hour, his body's good. The person who doesn't work out, their body's, you know, absolute crap. So it's all about creating that thing of, you know, I'm going to do progress every day. I'm going to implement these little habits. That's going to make all the difference. It's the habits that make a difference. That's awesome. Hey, uh, I'll share a chapter with you in my up in one of my upcoming books called Overnight Success that I, I think you'll you'll get a kick out of. Gotcha. What character traits do you value the most in others? The two character traits I value in myself and I look at other people is two things: honesty, and the second one is hard work. For me, honesty is one of those things like that I value not because. It's something that I'm always 100% in, but honesty is one of those things like it really shows who you are as a person. And I truly believe that. If you're honest in a certain situation, you truly, you're really showing your character in that moment. You may be embarrassed, you may, it may look, make you look like a bad person, but your honesty matters. And then my number one thing in life is hard work. Like when I go to these events or when I meet people, I've pretty much wiped out 80% of my competition. You've pretty much, I mean, think about it for a second. If you truly work every day, for me, my entire life for the past three years has been working on books, videos, content creation, everything like that for the past three years. And I know one thing, when I meet people at events, maybe they're in the same niche as mine, maybe they're doing the same thing I am, I already know I've wiped out 80% of my competition because they are not willing to work as hard as I work. And that's just bottom line. You need to be able, you need to be willing to work. You need to be willing to give up sleep. Like I've been waking up at 4 a.m. for the past couple of days to study for school and to work. You need to be willing to put in the work. You need to, hard work is something that, there, there's really no secret to success. There's no like, you know, I'm going to pay, you know, this concept that we have, because uh, mentors say this, millionaires say this, that, you know, pay somebody, outsource the rest. There's no solution to hard work. There's no solution. You can pay me a million dollars. You can pay the bank a million dollars. You can play, pay anybody a billion dollars. There's no solution to hard work. The only way you're going to be successful is by working hard. Let me give you an example. So what I'm working on right now is Facebook videos, right? Um, I'm about to release six videos that we're going to make go viral. If I were to right now pay Facebook $1,000, I'd be able to get 1 million views on a Facebook video. Now that if sounds pretty very good. very lucky. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds pretty good. But now if I were to get a connection that let's say I was able to get a connection and this person would help me get, let's say 1 million views. Most of most people would say, well, I've got a connection, right? Most of you are thinking right now, yeah, I take a connection. But now I'm going to tell you, it's going to take you four months to get that connection, to get in touch with that person and then get your video out there. Now For most of you are thinking, yeah, exactly. Right now, most of you, now most, now, now most people who don't want to work harder thinking, let me just pay the one grand or instead of, you know, I'll just pay a hundred or maybe I'm not even going to do it because it takes too much time. But that's the thing of hard work. I used to send over the summer, this summer, I 
spent, I spent and sent, I'd say over 75, I'd say 75 to 50 emails every day, cold emails. I don't know the person. I'm just sending an email every day saying, you know, Hey, this is what I do. I'm on a mission to make you know, and I'd send them emails. That's the hard work you have to put in. And then there's no solution. You can get a virtual assistant. You can get an assistant from somewhere else. That's the hard work you need to put in. Hard work is, you know, the one attribute that any successful, you, you can't get around it. You can get around maybe not being the smartest. You can get around maybe not being the most, you know, intelligent, but you can't get around hard work. Any person out there that's successful, they've had to put in hard work. It didn't come by, you know, paying somebody to do this or giving up on this. You have to put in the work. I started out with the exact same view as you. I've owned a pharmaceutical company, a cosmetic medical laser franchise, telecommunications companies, different, different businesses. And I always had to have my thumb in every single, you know, every aspect of every business. And, uh, I learned, recently interviewed Ari Mysel, who the author of The Art of Less Doing. He's published a bunch of bestseller books and stuff. And uh, as we were talking, I started realizing more that, you know, hey, I've got a lot of great people working on my team that are much smarter than me, much, much better at different things. So it's a good thing to kind of have that balance between going, you need to understand everything. You need to be able to work the hardest. But also my thought is, you know, I, I agree with Ari on some of that where, um, you know, if you can hire somebody that is sharper and more equipped and better, you know, better at something that, or even something you just don't want to do, that's one where I'll, I will go ahead and, and, uh, hire somebody that's better than I am at those, at those things and, and free up my time. Like, you know, you can free up your time for more of the speaking and more of those kind of things. If yeah. you've got someone doing the work, you don't, don't want yeah, to do. Yeah. And that's actually like the one thing it's always good to work smart, but and I totally agree with you. You know, you have to outsource some of the stuff. But I feel like what's happened now, and you probably know this, Curtis, when you go throughout life, you start having this concept that I'm making money. Why don't I just source everything? Why don't I source all my content? Why don't I just, you know, have somebody create my funnels or my system or my videos? And I feel like that's where, and then when people don't have enough money to invest in a course or something, they're like, wait, why don't I have enough money? And I'm like, because you spent all your time not putting in the effort. Yep. And sourcing it out to everybody. It's good to source stuff out, but it's also good to put in that effort and learn, right? Like today, when I had to, when you make a Facebook video, you see subtitles on the below, and subtitles take hours for even a two minute video. Yeah. It takes like you have to insert a text box and write, do all that stuff. I remember I had an option of whether I could source that out or pay $10 to somebody. And I remember my mom telling me, she's like, we can source it out in the future, but I want you to learn this. Yeah. And I feel like the one thing you'll see, like I remember I was hearing Jeff Bezos talking, right? The, See, you know, the biggest, richest person alive, you know, owns Amazon. And he said, I, I remember him talking a bit about his company. And what I taught, what I got from that talk of like that 30 minute talk was he said, I would rather work harder than smarter. Cause I know if I work smart, they'll, I will, there's some times where I won't succeed. If I, Cause most people focus on, I'm going to work smart. I'm going to work smart. I'm going to really, you know, I'm just going to work smart, but nobody wants to work hard. Cause when you're working hard, that's where it starts getting, you know, you start experiencing pain, you start experiencing, ex you know, tiredness and everything, you know, the pain comes through. Yeah. Well, and a guy like yourself, who is very intelligent, you know, I can tell just from our conversation here, you're very sharp. So when you combine that with the hard work, then you've exactly. got a uh, edge that a lot of folks either can't achieve or aren't willing to. So that's, that's some great advice, man. How do you push through tough times? What I do is cause I've had, um, you know, we're on this webinar right now and a lot of you, a lot of people look at me and say, you must, you know, you must be killing it. I've gone through tough times in the past three years. When you're working on this, there are times you're demotivated. There are times, you know, something happened with your family or something happened. You know, there's always going to be something happening with your family. There's always going to be something happening in your life. And the way I push through my tough times is I focus on my goal. The only way you're going to defeat feeling broken or feeling like, you know, I'm having a tough time is really focusing on what matters most. 
Well, I hear a lot of people saying, you know, oh my God, my family, you know, my parents keep on fighting. This happens. That happens in every family. Everybody is so focused on self-entitlement that, you know, why, why is this happening to me? And when you really think about it, you look at all these people who, you know, who, who in society today, we said made it, right? Oprah, Ellen. And you really read their stories and you're like, oh, you know, oh my God, you know, that happened in their life. And then we still do the same concept of thinking about, you know, why is that not happening in my life? And the one thing I've learned is that in tough situations, you really have to focus. You have really, your goal, your passion for that goal has to be so big. Because there have been times I've been so demotivated, you know, because I see people posting all over, right? Instagram, Snapchat, you know, them hanging out. Because for the past three years, I've I've only been out with my friends twice on the weekends. I haven't been out. And, you know, and most kids, what, hang out every week over this. Over the summer, I hanged out once with my friends. Why? Because this passion. And it's sometimes tough, right? When you're in this tough situation, you look at people, you see all this stuff. But that's where the point you need to realize what is the work you're putting in now? What is, what do you want bad enough where you're willing to give everything up? What is something that you want that much, right? And that's whenever I feel in this tough situation, I really think what is something I want? Like whatever I'm doing right now, that's maybe getting, you know, that I'm dealing with. Do I want it bad enough? Do I want to succeed or achieve what my dream, my goal, my aspiration bad enough where I'm willing to give up all that stuff? Because my concept is while everybody's sleeping, I'm working. While everybody's talking, I'm doing. I'm not waiting for anybody to tell me that, oh yeah, it's time. I'm not, I'm, I don't care if my friends hang out, you know, because a lot of people at my school, right? They're out hanging out with friends. They're out having fun. Even adults, right? They're out doing whatever they want to do. I'm here working because I know that, and it's funny, people don't have this mindset. You work your butt off for the next five, six years. You're going to spend the next 50 years living the life you want. And that's the concept if people get in their mind. So when you're in that tough situation, you need to break through that, like that mindset barrier you have and really think, what is my goal and how hard do I want to achieve it? And there is, if, if it ever comes in your mind that like, why am I doing this? Just give up. Right. If that ever comes, I mean, honestly, you should, I've never thought in my life, why am I being a motivational speaker? Why am I doing this? Because my passion, my dedication, the amount of work I've put in for the past three years, I know how far I've come. I know how many emails I've sent. I know how many hours I've stayed up. I know how many nights I've gone only one hour sleeping. I know that work and I'm not going to give that up. And the one thing I do, and this is the concept in wrestling, my my coach, Coach Santos, he told me, he's like, when you look at that opponent, you look at them saying that this person's going to take something away from me. This person wants to take away all the hard work I put in and everything. So when I'm like, when, when there's somebody or my feelings or whatever it is that's giving me a tough situation, I look at that person or look at that concept and I tell myself, this is trying to take all those hours I spent up working this wants to take away all my dreams and all the goals i've created in my mind and that's and as soon as you get that mindset of you know there's nothing that's going to stop me from succeeding there's really nothing then all those tough situations are not tough cool i love that man this is your interview but if i could give you a piece of advice here from my experience yeah and you know i've like said i've had numerous companies that have done very well I've spent years and years working seven days a week, you know, with multiple days in a row of four hour nights and four hours sleep a night and, uh, work myself literally to physical breakdown where, I mean, just 99.9% of the population never works hard enough to ever get to that point of exhaustion where they're, where they're having those issues. And so, but you, I can tell, you know, if you're willing to work your guts out like that and never take a break, if you do that for too long, you end up where pretty soon, you know, I mean, after a number of years, you look back and you go, I've made money and I've, yeah, I've got no friends. I've got no family. I've got no, I, I have, my life sucks because I have not done anything to enjoy it. So I had a time a while back where, uh, with Google, you know, I was building applications and investing. I had made like $52,000 in 10 days on, on a click revenue from Google. 
and we were projected to do $186,000 that month in, in profit, not in total revenue, but in profits. Um, and I was driving a beat up old 2003 dented Chevy truck that I absolutely hated. And, you know, you walk into the local bank and the manager and everybody comes out and stands up, oh, Mr. McCoy, good to see you and shaking hands and, and acting like you're somebody famous and anywhere else, anywhere I go, pull up and, you know, old wear out clothes, beat up truck, yeah. feeling terrible about myself. And, uh, I had a good friend say, and you've made enough to buy your dream car, you know, walk in cash on a couple weeks worth of worth of labor here, you know, take yourself out to a nice steak dinner or do something nice. And, uh, my thought at the time was every dollar I spend on advertising, I, you know, on, on boosting that app up, I make $3 back. So I can't afford to eat anything besides ramen noodles and a peanut butter sandwich even though I had hundreds of thousands of dollars coming in from ad revenue, I can tell you now that, you know, that your profit, your level of success will go up and down over the years. If I had it, if I was able to go back, I would take a little bit more time, you know, every couple yeah. months, take a vacation, do something to, even if it's just saying, Hey, you know what? I'm taking the entire night off. I'm not going to work this evening. I'm taking myself out to a nice steak dinner. You know, take your parents out, go do something to, to enjoy yeah, it and reward me and yourself. My mom actually started doing this some nights. We're up, we're working. Once we finish, we'll go for like this little drive, go to McDonald's, get a McFlurry, right? Do something that, you know, is kind of like a break for us. That's awesome. You're a sharp guy. You're a, you're a lot more figured out than I did at your age. This is my favorite question to ask in, to successful people. What inspires you? The main three things that really inspire me that like drive me every day is three things. One thing is impact. What what I started when I started off this journey three years ago, what started off as being the main motivator was money, right? That's probably the most thing we're all motivated by money, support my family, support my kids, support myself. But now in my life, what motivates me most is creating that impact in life. I don't want to die. I don't want to leave this earth not making impact. I don't want to look back on my life and saying, what did I do to help the world? Yeah. What did I, you know, I made, okay, I made money. What did I do to truly make a difference in somebody's life, right? What did I do where, like, when I look back, I'm like, you know, I, I made I made that possible for somebody, right? I made that, like, I made somebody's life. The second thing that motivate, like, that inspires me is when I look at other people, when I look at other people succeeding, when I look at other people doing something that they're passionate about, that really inspires me because it shows me that I have nothing holding me back. If, you know, if you guys have ever, you know, seen Oprah's story, you'll notice that the amount, and if you haven't, I'd recommend you go, because the amount that Oprah Winfrey's been through, and you still see how much he succeeded, that motivates me. Because I'm like, if somebody like Oprah, if somebody like them can do so much with so little support, with so little encouragement in their life, why can't I, right? The third thing that inspires me the most is just knowing that I want to make a difference in this world. This is kind of like my first one, but I just want to make a difference in this world. I want to be able, you know, I want to be able to achieve my goals. And it's not bad. A lot of people say like, when I'm, when I'm inspired by something, is it, you know, when I, when I look at myself, when I look at my mom and me working, that inspires me. Cause I'm like, you know what? I've put in so much. This inspires me. I'm going to keep working. And th th these are the main three things that inspire me the most. Cause when I focus on impact, when I focus on seeing other people and getting inspired by that, when I focus on myself, cause it's easy to get inspired by other people. But when you're at that point in life where you're inspired by yourself, that's where, you know, you've made it. That's where, you know, you've had that mindset shift. Cool. That's cool. awesome. That's awesome. Man. Um, <clears throat> How do you manage and prioritize opportunities? So for me, the way I manage and prioritize opportunities is I take up, um, this is just me being honest, I take up every opportunity I get. And most people say that's really expensive. Not every opportunity that you get in life is in terms of money. That's what everybody views, right? Like 
if I, you know, now there have been times where I haven't taken up opportunities because money was an issue, right? Like this is going to cost a lot of money, right? This is, you know, and a waste of time. But what I do in life is I will never give up an opportunity because I don't have enough time. Never. Most people end up giving up so many opportunities because they're not making time, right? I make time for my opportunities in life. So I don't choose, but if there's, if, when I have opportunities, when I focus on it, it's pretty simple. I focus on which one's gonna help me make the most progress, which one's gonna help me get to that next level. And when I say next level, that doesn't mean like this opportunity is gonna make me 10,000 hours. I think this opportunity is going to give me the experience and learning that's gonna help me make $20,000 three months later. It's all about thinking in the future. Most people, when you think, when you buy a car, do you buy insurance? You do, right? You need to buy insurance. Right, Some Curtis, you, you have insurance for your car, right? Yeah. All right. Why do we buy that? Because we're thinking about long term. Yeah. Why Why don't we buy it once the car crashes? Because then there's no point. So I think about long term. So when I look at my opportunities, I see which one's going to help me the most in my life. And if there's if I get opportunities in life where it's like it's going to take my time, I go after those opportunities because I'm not I'm not afraid to use my time. Everybody says it's wasting. I'm not afraid to use my time because I know everything in life. When you look for some learning, you'll find learning. Cool. That's a great answer. And, and I love asking successful people what they would go back. Typically, I'm talking to folks that are in their 40s, 50s, yeah. 60s that have had years and years becoming successful. And so I ask them what advice they would give if they could go back and talk to their 18-year-old self. Yeah. But I would like to ask you because you're, you've still got a ways to go until you reach 18 and you've yeah. got a lot, probably a lot of mistakes you can make until then. But what advice would you give to an 18-year-old who is looking to start their own business or looking well, to – yeah. My advice to an 18 year old who wants to start their business or do anything is two things. Figure out what you want to do in life. You see, I'll talk about the business I did because I feel like that's, you know, I have a I've pretty good experience with that. So I started, there was this trend that was going around and it was slime. It's this Play-Doh thing, right? It's made out of glue. It's the sticky, like kids just stretch it and like poke it. It's that type of product, right? And it went viral, like literally viral, millions of views, millions of dollars were being made off of this. And I remember seeing this, you know, I go on YouTube, I search this up and I'm like, what is this? Pro what is slime? Cause it's called slime. And once I figured out what it was, you know, what? I, I never started off with this concept. I wanted to make a business. My concept was I want to get some slime. And what I started doing was I searched up cheap ways to make slime because okay. I didn't have, you know, all, you know, there were a good amount of ingredients. So I just searched up, I probably spent, I'd say two or $300 just trying to make it using all, cause you would, you know, use shampoo and all these weird ingredients, right? And I remember my parents used to wonder like, why is the shampoo disappearing, right? We, cause I'd use so much of it and I was trying to make this product. And then finally, you know, my parents got pissed and they're like, you know what, you're done, You, this is way too much of a waste, we're done. And I remember one day, just all of a sudden I come home and tell my mom, I'm like, I'm gonna make a business out of slime and I'm gonna make $10,000 out of the random, right? Before that I've done business, I did businesses, right? Made a hundred, made 200, maybe even 300 not more than a thousand. So we set up the site we were selling this on was called Etsy, right? We set that account up. Everything's good. I put up my listing, you know, bomb pictures, everything is good. And I had no sales. And the thing that the reason why this is when I share this with people, they're so shocked, but what tags, you know, there's an area called tags in any online listing. Mm -hmm. And right. That's the place where you write keywords for your product, right? So if you're selling, you know, soap, you'd write good soap, good smelling soap, you know, and I didn't know what tags were. I thought, so what I used to write in tags, I thought you had to offer the color of the product you were selling. So I would write yellow, green, blue, orange. Nobody's going to search that up, right? So two months went by. I didn't know. And through those two months, what I used to do is every night, and this is where I talk about hard work. Every night when I used to come back, when I used to come back from school every day for those two months, I spent two hours trying to make my listing better. I worked on my description. I'm like, let me see the person who's making a lot of money with this product. Let me see. Let me try to like copyright their description. 
right? I try to make my pictures better. I made my price a bit lower. I made my, you know, I offered more types of colors, more types of, you know, different variations, right? So that's what I did for two months. And then one day I asked my mom, I'm like, what is tags? And she told me it's keywords. I spent two hours, fixed all my keywords. 24 hours later, I've got 200 open orders and over $2,000 in profit. That's awesome. And how old were you when you started that business? That was, I would say 12, 12. That's incredible. <laughs> and that's my message. Like once you figure out what your passion, once you figure out that business that you're like, you know what, I'm passionate about this. The one thing you have to do after that is make yourself a plan and start implementing every single day. Well, I think that's so cool that you're, you've got experience now that you can share with folks, share with your future self yeah. or folks that are, are looking to go back and, uh, or, you know, looking to start a business. And, you know, I, I talk to folks all the time. They're going, well, I'm only, you know, I'm in my early twenties. Maybe I, maybe I'm not old enough for, you know, maybe I don't have enough experience to start a company yet. I'm going, well, uh, I'll share your, share your episode with them. And that's what it's all about, Kurt. It's like, uh, a lot of people ask me is how do I get better at public speaking? You speak more. How do you get better at reading? You read more. How do you get better at math? You do more math. Yep. Right. So the only way you're going to get better at, you know, doing something is you do it more. That's awesome, man. I, I sure appreciate your time. Thanks for being on the show today, Yash. Yep. Thank you so much, Curtis. I really appreciate it. That's it for this episode. Don't forget to subscribe to the Success, Motivation, and Inspiration podcast. And head over to successmotivationinspiration.com for show notes and more tools to fuel your passion.